Let's get some insights on the news shaping the markets. And for that, we welcome in Rob Fleming, Senior Market Analyst with the Schwab Center for Financial Research. Rob, good to see you. I mean, oil, 96 and change. This as you do have the president going abroad. He is going to try and convince OPEC to pump a little more to help things along. Um, what are your thoughts? Yeah, well, good morning, Nicole. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, definitely it's a good sign. Uh, kind of ease some of the, the pressure off the, the sentiment here in the markets uh, to see oil prices come down. I'd like to see it reflect in gas prices coming down as well, because that's where, you know, you know, most households get uh, impacted more, uh, you know, paying at the pump. So we'll have to see how that plays out. Um, we have seen these, uh, you know, fits and starts of rallies and pullbacks here, but uh, you know, the fact is that crude oil prices still remain pretty elevated right now. And, you know, the supply uh, backdrop is, is not helping things out. Yeah, without a doubt. So we're waiting on, obviously, CPI tomorrow for the month of June. Economists forecast 8.8% year-over-year jump compared with the 8.6% increase in May. That's a 40-year high. I mean, let's just note yeah. that. So, and the core CPI, X the volatile food and energy is seen to rise 5.7% compared with 6%. So has CPI cooled a bit um, since hitting that recent peak? What do you think we might see? I think, uh, yeah, I mean, definitely on the core side, if you, you know, strip out the, the food and energy, but that, you know, kind of seems, you know, kind of counterintuitive because that's one of the more uh, barons on, on household expenditures, but the core CPI has, has definitely, you know, showed some signs of, of cooling off and coming in lower than expected. But, you know, the, the Fed's made, uh, you know, well known that they want to see multiple and decisive evidence that we are seeing, you know, prices come down and cool off uh, before they even change their tune. And it doesn't look like even if we did get a, you know, cool reading uh, tomorrow or this week, I don't think that'll change kind of the the, the early or the imminent uh, actions by the Fed. And I'll, I'll be looking at also the producer price index as well. That's one that kind of feeds in or is like in the pipeline of, of consumer price uh, prices there. So and profit margins for corporations and input costs. So it's going to be a pretty interesting uh, inflation picture on unfolding this week. Yeah, without a doubt. And also here, as we are waiting for more about the inflation picture, so you said you talked about the Fed and the Fed's path. I mean, are you still on board? People are thinking 75 basis points for the next meeting. I mean, could that come down a little bit? Is the Fed taking the foot off the gas a little bit? I don't th I don't see that happening. I and they made it clear that they want to front end load uh, their actions here. So I don't I wouldn't see them surprising the markets and coming off, uh, you know, and, and doing less than, than it's priced in right now in the markets. But maybe in, in the second half, as we see, you know, data come in and, and see the economy, you know, it's showing signs of, of slowing recession talks, uh, you know, cre creeping up there. So maybe in the later on in the year, but I don't, I don't see uh, later this month they're they're going to back off. Yeah, and, and here now, as we've been getting all these numbers, I'm also, obviously, everybody's still noting the inversion of the yield curve now, um, most inverted since the year uh, 2007, right? Right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it seems like, uh, you know, the markets are shifting from a focus on inflation to, you know, the recession concerns. So that's kind of playing out in the, you know, what we're seeing in the bond markets. So I think that's, uh, you know, 
that kind of shift there is is playing out and yeah it's definitely something to keep an eye on that two-year tenure is a key market uh benchmark there to, to uh, you know that has a pretty good track record in in predicting uh recessions is just a matter of you know timing of when that that does unfold so we're going to be getting a lot of earnings now we're kicking it off this week right we already heard from pepsi uh that was some good news there but um delta and also jp morgan morgan stanley tomorrow but friday is packed packed with a yeah. lot of the banks and brokers um a slew there and united health anything that you're watching for in particular yeah you know when earnings season kicks off yeah the banks the financial institutions are usually the ones that set the tone so yeah i'm looking at a uh, multiple of things uh in terms of you know consumer activity you know are they they borrowing uh, how how's that going are they you know, ramping up their their credit exposure, which I'll be paying close attention to see if companies maybe change or talk about you know credit loss provisions, which have a direct effect on, on bottom line results. There, looking at the housing market too, home lending, how that impacts some of the, the banks that that do uh, focus on on a lot of the home lending. Seeing trading revenues from the equity and fixed income markets that has been kind of booing. Uh, results uh, at the past few quarters and to see if this volatility or how the markets have, have dynamics have changed to see if that uh, has an impact and then also just looking at uh, you know the IPO market has cooled off M&A activity has kind of cooled off see how that infects it, the uh, investment banking side so it'll be interesting to tell it, you know, on the consumer and then also the, the financial markets uh, activity. And we'll start to get the uh, Michigan sentiment, the preliminary number, um, the consensus estimate, 49.6. <laughs> Under 50 is not good news. The last yeah. period was 50. Uh, this would be a preliminary print on Friday, mm -hmm. but it just shows um, concern, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned it's a, it's a timely indicator because it is a July reading, but it is preliminary. So it'll be revised uh, maybe next week or the week after. But yeah, last last month it, it fell to record low levels and, and definitely seeing inflation, uh, especially in the University of Michigan's uh, index there that has a has a big impact on consumer sentiment and a couple of the components within that report I'll look into is it, it breaks down, uh, you know, sentiment towards buying, uh, you know, durable goods, appliances, uh, big ticket items there, housing, cars. So. It'll be a good read on, you know, how uh, consumers view their, their financial situation right now. Yeah, you know, what's so funny, um, as I'm looking here, you're absolutely right. It's a July reading, the Consumer Sentiment Index for July. Thank you for catching that. Um, and and um, so that's what we'll be watching for, as well as for retail sales. Yeah. Thank you very much. Great to see you. Yeah, thanks, Nicole. Schwab Center for Financial Research. Thanks for being here.